0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, January 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. WOTUS rule seen as imminent. India, U.K. next in line for trade deals. And Farm Bureau supports MFP. WOTUS rule seen imminent. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he expects the EPA to release the new waters of the U.S. rule before the end of the week. The rule was expected to be announced at the Farm Bureau Convention, something that ultimately did not happen. The rule will reduce federal jurisdiction over wetlands and streams by comparison to the Obama-era version that the administration had already repealed. So, releasing the new WOTUS while the Senate impeachment trial is underway likely means criticism of the rule will be lost in the news from Capitol Hill. Most farm groups, of course, are likely to welcome the new rule. The Trump administration will set common-sense limits on state versus federal jurisdiction over the waterways and make it easier for state, local governments and farmers to comply. That according to Senator Grassley speaking with reporters. India, UK, next in line for trade deals. Senator Grassley, who chairs the Senate committee that oversees trade policy, says the next trade agreements are likely to be a somewhat limited deal with India and a more comprehensive deal with the United Kingdom. Grassley said he would not object to delaying a third possible deal with Taiwan, that to avoid angering China and disrupting the next phase of negotiations with the Chinese. Farm Bureau supports MFP in policy session. The American Farm Bureau Federation delegates added support for the continuation of the market facilitation program to their policy book yesterday that over the objection of some members who said such a language ran counter to the organization's trade not aid mantra. Several iterations of policy were debated before setting on language that supported the continuation of the program with prevented plantings being, quote, included as planted acres. Amendments were offered to put expiration clauses on the support for the program, but those amendments were ultimately rejected over concerns of just how to determine when the trade dispute was really over. Delegates also rejected an amendment to pull the policy from the book altogether. Now, for more on the actions taken by the AFBF delegates and look at more details of the U.S.-China trade relationship and how growers are approaching their upcoming ARC PLC decisions, Check out the morning AgriPulse newsletter. Trump negotiates EU trade pact at Davos. President Donald Trump is using his meetings at the Davos World Economic Forum to try to jumpstart negotiations on a trade pact with the European Union. Both he and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen confirmed that they are in talks on what Trump called a big trade deal. The U.S.-EU talk stalled over the inclusion of agriculture policy in negotiations. The U.S. wants A again, and the EU doesn't. Trump said that yesterday he's optimistic about a deal, even if the U.S. has to hit Europe with auto tariffs to make it happen. We expect to be able to make a deal with Europe, and if they don't make a deal, we'll certainly give that very strong consideration, Trump said about the threatened tariffs. But we expect to make a deal with Europe. Biodiesel producers start 2020 on a positive note. Biodiesel producers are much more excited about this year's National Biodiesel Conference That after Congress extended the biodiesel tax credit through 2022 in December. National Biodiesel Board CEO Donnell Rehagen says the Internal Revenue Service released application guidelines for the credit last week. He said, quote, our understanding is in 60 to 90 days Producers should be seeing refund checks, Rehagen told media at the conference in Tampa. He hoped certainty of the credit would now put producers in a good position to make forward-looking decisions. The dollar-a-gallon tax credit subsidizing biodiesel and renewable biodiesel production lapsed at the end of 2017. Kentucky to stay in hemp pilot program. Kentucky will continue to run its state hemp program under the USDA pilot program established by the 2014 Farm Bill and not the interim final rule that was published by the department on October 31st. Kentucky Department of Agriculture Commissioner Ron Quarles said yesterday KDA will use 2020 to transition from a hemp research pilot program to a commercial hemp program. In the meantime, it will continue working to get changes to the interim rule, which many industry groups and states have said includes requirements that will be virtually impossible to meet. The Kentucky Hemp Industries Association had urged Quarles to keep the state of the pilot program, citing THC compliance testing processes, the 15-day period between sampling and harvest access to hemp genetics restrictions on certain deliverable materials and the effect of the overall interim regulation on an emerging industry the comment period on that interim final rule ends january 29th here's today's he said it it was a trying year for me and my entire dc team it was a bit like groundhog day reliving the same day over and over again advocating for the biodiesel tax incentive. No one is more relieved, excited, and enthused to say that we got this done. That Kurt Kavaric, Vice President of Federal Affairs for the National Biodiesel Board, speaking to NBB members in Tampa. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, January 22nd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Acropulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.